The second annual Frog Level Music Festival coming up the 28th of May in Widawi. Events are scheduled all day long, starting with a 5K run at 8 o'clock, live music downtown, and events with many vendors starting at 9. There will be vendors and craft booths open, a vintage and sports car cruise in, a bouncy house for the kids. It's a full day events for the second annual Frog Level Music Festival in Widawi on the 28th of May, a Memorial Day tribute in front of the courthouse starting at 11. The day's events conclude with a concert featuring Kurt Thomas with the Barry Waldrop Band, Buddy Jewel, McBride and the Rye. Concert tickets are $25 each and start at 6 o'clock on the old football field on Highway 48. Don't miss the second annual Frog Level Music Festival, the 28th of May, downtown Widawi. The Class 1A Softball State Championship Tournament is on the air. Today's broadcast is brought to you in part by The Knowles Group, Southern Union State Community College, WM Grocery, First Bank of Alabama, State Farm Insurance Agent Ken Seifert, ML Aubrey, Main Street Animal Hospital, Meadows Farm Equipment, Raybuck's Farm Supply, Still Fab, the Randolph County Chamber of Commerce, the Town of Woodland, Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill, and the Randolph Leader. Rights have been granted to the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com by the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast without the express written permission of the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com is strictly prohibited. Let's send you out to Chakalaka Park in Oxford, Alabama, where the Lady Bobcats of Woodland are getting ready for action. Not getting ready. We're, <laughs> we are in action as the first pitch is on the way from Mackenzie McCormick, and it is a ball high to Jaden McGee, the second baseman and leadoff hitter for Maplesville. Tim Altork, Adam Slade, Brett Waits back with you here on iSchool Sports Network at the state tournament, the Class 1A state tournament here in Oxford, Chocolaka Park, lined in the center field. That's going to get down on a hop to Wilson, and it's a leadoff single for Jaden McGee and the Maplesville Red Devils to start the first inning. Eighth grader. And she stroked that one. Nothing cheap about it. Turn Brett up. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, we are having some tent trouble. Yep, and it probably just bit the dust. Uh, we are stuck in the rafters. The wind is behind us. It blew our tent up, and softball continues. It's a 2-0 count. We might ditch it. It's broke. We're going to have to. Yeah, it's been up right here. Adam. There's a pitch high. It's ball four. The throw goes down to second, but it was ball four. Now it gets into center field. The runner's going to round third and hold there. So a base hit and a walk to start the first inning. Not a good start for Woodland. An error on the throw down when the throw really shouldn't have been made. It was ball four. So it's runners first and third with nobody out. 
That was Lacey Cook, the catcher. Woodland going to have a meeting in the circle of the infield to try to collect themselves as this game has started in rough fashion on the field and in the broadcast area as well. <laughs> we had a tent set up. The wind caught it, and if there hadn't been a backstop around the, the field, the tent would have been rolling down the field. They're trying to do some tent repair back there. Pitch is in for a called strike to Emily Smith, the shortstop. The runner goes down to second, so second and third. Nobody out here. Top of the first. Woodland in this game. It's an elimination game. Woodland came oh so close to winning its first game. 4-3 was the score, a loss to Skyline. Woodland led 3-0 in that game until the fifth inning. Skyline scored four in the bottom of the fifth, and that was all she wrote. Woodland could not rally and overcome that one-run deficit late. 1-1 is fouled off the first base side over towards the first base dugout. It's 1-2 to Emily Smith. Maplesville is the number two qualifier from the Central Regional. They were down in Montgomery last week in that 1A tournament. They finished second to Holy Spirit. And they're in this swing and a miss. There's a big first out as Mackenzie McCormick gets a swinging strikeout of Emily Smith. Maplesville in this game, as I was saying, a 10-0 loser to Brantley, the defending state champions. Brantley made quick work of Maplesville in that game. And so the loser of this game will go home and see their season come to an end. The winner will advance and play in another elimination game this afternoon at 5 o'clock. 0-1 the count now to Avery Reed, the cleanup hitter for Maplesville. She swings and hits a little pop over first, into right. That's going to get one run in. They're going to wave the runner around third. The throw comes into second, and it's 2 to nothing, Maplesville. Well, that was exciting. Not on the field, off the field. Yeah. Adam and... Brett back with us. We're in the bright sunshine now. We made quick work of the tent. Got to gust the wind. Get Pitch gets away from Crenshaw behind the plate. Down to second goes Avery Reed. Lexi Smith, the pitcher at the plate, she swung at it. It was in the dirt, but she chased, so it's 0-1. Twenty-three and thirteen was Maplesville coming into the tournament. That was their record this season. Of course, the loss today dropped that to twenty-three and fourteen. Pitching high, pitches high to Lexi Smith. It'll be one and one now. There's a call strike at the belt. One ball, two strikes. Two runs in early for Maplesville. They lead it two to nothing. The runner at second, one out of swing and a miss. She chased a high one. Second strikeout of the inning for McCormick. Two outs now. Good recovery by McCormick. And Jayla Nix, the center fielder, will be the batter.
That one is up and away for ball one. A leadoff single, a walk. Had runners at first and third. They got them to second and third, and then a two-run two single by Avery Reed. There's a called strike to even the count. One and one. Now to Jalen Nix. The 1-1 is low. Ball two. McCormick into the line, the 2-1. It's up, three and one. She had some movement on that pitch, it wasn't. It just got a little high. 3-1, yeah, caught the corner, inside at the knees, it'll run it full. The 3-2 pitch, she lost her, ball four high. Second walk of the inning. The inning continues. It's first and second now with two outs. Carly Cummings, the first baseman, is the hitter. McCormick did pitch in the first game. She got basically an inning in. It was a long inning. It was She came on in relief after the trouble started, and she was part of that four-run inning that Turned out to be the difference in the game, but I say all that to say that she's relatively fresh. She's not going to be worn down. One and one to count. Start things off against Cummings. But it's hot. I'm going to be the shade man now. Y'all are in the shade. I'm in the heat. Pitch is up. McCormick strike zone dancing around on her a little bit here in the first. She's behind in the count two and one. It's been feast or famine. She's gotten two strikeouts, but also two base hits and two walks, two runs in. There's a little soft liner out towards second. Chapel has it on a hop, makes the throw to first, and that will retire the side, but not before. Maplesville strikes first. They get two runs on two hits and two walks and leave two stranded, and we'll go to the bottom half of inning number one, Woodland trailing Maplesville two to nothing. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Security is offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. And good sportsmanship and top priority for the Alabama High School Athletic Association and member schools. While you enjoy this outstanding event, please give all student athletes positive support and encouragement. Booing, taunting, derogatory remarks directed at opponents or contest officials are unsportsmanlike and unacceptable. A public service message of the Alabama High School Athletic Association. 
And we are in the bottom of the first inning. Woodland gave up a couple of runs in the top half. They'll come to bat for the first time against Lexi Smith. It'll be Mackenzie McCormick. Leah Williamson, Ella Waits. The first three for the Lady Bobcats. Well, we lost a tent, so if we don't lose me, we're good. <laughs> hey, Tim, Tim, before that, let me interrupt y'all. Before McKenzie takes her first pitch real quick, uh, today is my 22nd anniversary. I got to wish my wife a happy anniversary uh, today. Uh, 22 years of putting up with me. Uh, she may deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. That's awesome, man. <laughs> I've been putting up with him for about the past six hours. I don't know how you do it. Congratulations to y'all. That's always a good thing. 22 years together. Happy anniversary. McCormick. She drew the babysitting card today. Grandbaby was a little sick under the weather, so she rushed over and took that deal today. Cormac watches the change go by. It's two and one now to get you caught up. Kenzie McCormick leading things off for Woodland. Definite change up. She went one for three in the first game, scored a run. She hits one in the air to left. Shallow coming in, and it's going to get down. McCormick's hustling all the way, a hustle double to lead things off. Small, the left fielder, had a long way to go to get to it. She dove but fell short. And McCormick's aboard. You know, we're kind of seeing it a little bit here like we did in Albertville where the ball has kind of just done funny things to, to, to everybody. Yeah, that was just hit in a perfect spot. Man, the left fielder was playing a little deep, yeah. you know, and unlike what we saw in game one. As Leah Williamson takes a called strike. And the skies are not helping. Uh, you know, the backdrop is pretty tough. Oh, and one. Williamson rips it through the hole and into left. McCormick is going to hold at third. That ball was hit so hard, and she had to wait to make sure it got through the infield. So runners first and third with nobody out. A good answer here from Woodland to start the first. Ella Waits trying to get that run home from third with nobody out. Runners on the corners. She swings at the first pitch, pops it up. Foul territory is going to get down out of the reach of everybody for strike one. I wouldn't be shocked to see Leah run it right here. Yeah, I, she may have been going on that one. And, you know, this is a great spot to answer, giving up the two runs in the top half of the inning, uh, even if you just get one. We want more. We want crooked numbers. But They throw back to third with, as the runner takes off from second, trying to catch McCormick napping, but she's back to the bag. Williamson down to second, so runner second and third, but a two-strike count to Waits. The pitch caught the corner, and she's behind 0-2. Swung on, popped up, foul, straight back and out of play. So Waits will get another hack at it. Living dangerously. Uh, 
Another 0-2, grounded opposite way to short. The throw is going to be made to first. She juggled it. They're going to call her out at first. The run scores. From our angle, it looked like that ball hit the ground out of the glove of the first baseman. That's what the Woodland fans are contending. Coach Shelton is going to ask for a ruling or an explanation. She can't get the attention of any of the umpires. And now they're going to call time. The throw was low, and it looked like the first baseman initially did catch it, but as she squeezed it, tried to come up from receiving that throw, it looked like it hit the ground. Now, I, that's from where I'm sitting. I can't say that definitively. The umpires are discussing it. This is kind of a big call here early, and, and they're not going to change it. And, and the first base umpire was kind of behind the play. Yeah. He couldn't see it because of the way the glove was turned over. The home plate umpire or the third base umpire was going to have to make that call because, it, you know, he was shielded by the glove, by the back of the glove. So one out, runner at third, a run in. It's two to one now, Maplesville in the lead. Leah Williamson at third, Juliana Lovern at the plate. And a 1-0 count. Lovern took the pitch high. She swings and hits one in the air, shallow right. Hollis coming in. The center fielder can't get it. It's down for a base hit. Juliana Lovern's going to go into second. That was the exact same spot on the opposite side of the field <laughs> as McCormick's double. It's a double for Lovern, and we're tied. Yeah, they have found that no man's land, haven't they? But now you essentially start back over. And that's what you want. You, you fall behind in the top of the inning. You don't want the moment to become a moment of nerves, especially this early in the game. That has not been the case for Woodland. They've come out swinging, come right back on the attack and tied this thing up. 0-1 the count to Kaylee Crenshaw. She pops it up. Foul territory, and that's going to get out of play. Right side. 0-2. Crenshaw behind the plate in this one. And behind in the count, 0 and 2. That one just missed. Might have been up, might have been away. 1 and 2 with Jaden Herring on deck, but there's two outs. And Tim, if she can go opposite field here to right center field, the right fielder playing near the line, she's got some room. Slow roller into the hole at, at short. A long throw. She's going to beat it. Once it got past the third baseman, it was trouble. And Crenshaw beat it out for an infield single. Lovern had to hold it second. She had to kind of wait on Lovern. To, she, or she was waiting to see if she was going to run. And then when uh, she didn't, she tried to still throw her out and didn't make it. So now Jaden Herring will hit. Two outs, runners first and second. Takes a called strike. Two to two, our score. Both teams have scored twice here in the first. Up and in, turned her around. I'd say the whole town of Woodland's still here today. 
I am I am really impressed, and I'm not surprised, but I am impressed. And I think a few more showed up yeah, after game yeah. one. Woke up and come on. Swing and a miss by Herring. It's one and two now. I mean, you look at that down the line, down the outfield right there. I mean, there's just standing room only two or three, four or five deep. So much orange. Not a seat in the bleachers to our right. No, you couldn't squeeze in. And then lined up in stadium seats or not stadium seats, but whatever these are yeah. called that we're sitting in. Chairs. Chairs. <laughs> Lounge chairs. 2-2. Two, two. Foul back. And loud. Brother, were they loud in game one. Yes. And had a lot to cheer about. And this is winter go home here, you know, for both teams. Everything's on the line the rest of the season. Hit up the middle and through. That's going to get into center field. Lovern's going to score from second. They're going to hold the runner at third. Woodland has the lead. The throw goes to third. Heron was waiting for it, and she goes down to second. How many times have we seen that this year, Tim? She was in between first and second. She was trying to make them throw it. She did. That's, that's what they teach her. And uh, she drew the throw to third. They threw behind, and she was able to get down to second. And that could be an important base because now another hit to the outfield could score her. She's a fast runner. Crenshaw at third. Herring at second. Still two outs in the inning. A call strike to Taylor Wilson. And it's 0-1. Woodland leading it 3-2 now. Wilson takes high. That'll even the count, 1-1. One one. Guys, I know we're not doing video, but that's an incredible backdrop to the outfield, our view. It really is. That one missed up. 2-1 to Wilson. Yeah, we got the – if you're familiar with Chocolaca Park, that lake that's here in the park, it's out behind right field. The hills, the, the foothills out in the far back drop. There's a called strike. Two and two to Wilson. Yeah, it is a very scenic setting here. Two, two, swing and a miss. First strike, three. And that's two outs. A little curve ball right there. Tim, will you hand me that uh, AT&T box over there? Please, sir. Rayleigh Williams is the hitter. She takes a called strike. I thought there were already two outs. I think I may have even said that. I apologize. There was only one out. The strikeout was the second out. So second and third, two outs now. There's a grounder out to short. Smith has it, throws across to get Williams, and that is out number three. And now... We will go to the second, a very good bottom half of the first. Woodland scores three to take the lead. On our way to inning number two, Woodland leading it three to two. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. 
Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions, a full deli at all locations, the meat department with a full-time butcher, available for freshly cut meats. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery in Heflin, Piedmont, Widawi, and Roanoke, Alabama. Top of the second. Woodland takes the field with a lead. Three to two, our score. Lady Cats gave up two in the top of the first, and that was me. An answer with three. As Maplesville will come to bat, it'll be the eight, nine, one spots in the order. A lot of batting going around right there, already being the eight, nine, one. Hannah Hollis, the right fielder, will lead things off. And it looks like both coaches playing loose here to end this game, you know, swing away, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't see any evidence of nerves from either team no. in this game. They they're playing ball. Feel look relaxed. That, that may come later as yeah. if the game stays close and those situations arise, but here early on, these teams have come out loose and swinging the bat. Owen won the count. Hollis swung through the first pitch. Mackenzie McCormick back in the circle for Woodland. That one's low, one and one. Swing and a miss, got her to chase the rise way out of the zone up. One and two the count. That's a gift strike right there. Woodland will take it all day. Came back low, too low though. It hopped up there, two and two. Two balls, two strikes, called strike three, outside corner. That's a good start to the second. Third strikeout for McCormick. Keep that leadoff hitter off the base paths. One out in the second. And Anna Grace Small, the left fielder, the number nine hitter, will be the batter. Off speed. Got there on a bounce. Taking low for ball one. The 1-0. High and away, 2-0. McKenzie kind of working high and low, kind of keeping everybody off balance on these pitches. Trying to find that vertical happy medium. That one back low, 3-0. You can get them swinging. Rio right through there, called strike. Three balls, one strike. One out, nobody on here in the second. Woodland leading it three to two. 
That one's up and out of the zone for ball four. Third walk for McCormick in this game. We may get in a little shade here in a minute if it gets back behind the bleachers here. It's only keeps dropping. Now you need you. Well, you're in the shade. Yeah. Back to the top of the order, Jaden McGee. Thought about swinging. Looked like she laid off. The ball got away from Crenshaw. And the runner goes down to second. They're going to appeal the swing, looks like. The home plate umpires come out to ask. They say she did not go around. It's ball one. McGee led off the game with a solid single to center field. She had one of the harder hit balls in this young game. She came around to score the first run. Here's the 1-0, fouled out of play, or off the screen, I should say. It bounces back in. <laughs> did she do that on purpose? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> she did tell him it was coming. Oh, well, at it, least was, it, it was incoming. Kaylee Crenshaw had the glove up in front of the umpire and then kind of dropped the glove at the last second. They both had a laugh about it. Pitch is low. I can't remember if it was in Montgomery or Albertville last week. The uh, umpire actually got uh, hit in the crown of the, the head. Oh. Oh. Yeah, if you give up on it too soon, it can come back and bite you. 2-1. Popped up. Same thing. Off, off the backstop. Back into play. 2-2. Two and two. They are about three or four deep going down through there inside under the tents down the first base side. Talking about the Woodland faithful. Called strike three. McGee goes down looking. That's two outs here in the second. Strikeout number four for Mackenzie McCormick, second in this inning. And now Lacey Cook. Umpire gives that verbal signal, but the the Actual hand signal is late. Grounder past Leah Williamson at short on the backhand. It doesn't get very far. Herring comes in, though, and picks it up and gets it back to the infield. The throw came to the plate, which will allow the runner to go down to second after the base hit. Leah tried to backhand it, just kind of hopped on her right at the last minute. So second and third. Two outs. And Emily Smith, the shortstop at the plate, number three spot in the order, takes low and in. It's 1-0. and Smith struck out her first time up. That one missed just a little high. Had the plate. But it's 2-0. and Fouled out of play right side. 2-1. and one. The Two outs, runner second and third, Woodland leading 3-2. These are the outs that, that make a difference in a ball game right here. You get this third out, you leave those runners at second and third, 
or they get a hit and score those two runs. That's a swing situation that really could come back and bite you in this game or, or be something that you look back on and say, that's why we won. That pitch is up, and it's 3-1. and one. Kind of forced right here. Now you're in the three-one. She's got to give a good pitch, so you know the batter's ready. There is the three-one called strike. That was a pitcher's pitch, inside corner at the knees, to run it full. Good placement. Absolutely, that's a as good a three-one pitch as you could hope to get. Now the three-two popped up foul. It's going to get out of play also. Still 3-2. That was about 20 foot past the fence, outside the fence, and it still hit Woodland people. <laughs> That's right. And McCormick's got to know she doesn't have to groove anything here. First base open, two outs. You don't have to give in. She doesn't. It's up for ball four. So now the base is loaded with two outs. And Avery Reed, the cleanup hitter, she had the two-run single that scored both of Maplesville's runs back in the first inning. She's one of their seniors. And we got a pause in the action here. Did they change the runners? Uh, home yeah. plate umpire's got a problem with his mask. Oh, okay. <laughs> so an equipment issue. Looks like he might. It didn't cover up as much of his face. <laughs> you can't take any chances with that. No. You've got to protect the goods. That one's low. McCormick's got to find the strike zone. She's falling behind 1-0. Missed. Didn't miss by much. Mm, couldn't have been. Couldn't have been just a little. A little up, maybe a little bit outside. 2-0. and oh. Two balls, no strikes. Grounded right back to McCormick. She's going to throw home to get the third out. That was the easiest route. And there is that big third out in a run scoring situation. McCormick keeps them from scoring. Leaves the bases loaded, and we will go to the bottom of the second. Woodland leading at 3-2. to two. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates, you can combine your home and auto, and guess what you'll get? 
That's right, good neighbor service with surprisingly great rate. In fact, State Farm agent Ken Seifert is your go-to agent in Roanoke and Randolph County for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Ken Seifert will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 334-863-2610 for your surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Bottom half of inning number two. Woodland coming to bat, leading it 3-2. to two. It'll be the 9-1-2 spots in the order for the Lady Cats. Chloe Chapel, Mackenzie McCormick, Leah Williamson. And, Tim, I want to thank the, the Woodland faithful that uh, came out and helped us uh, with the uh, tent that was uh, blowing away. Uh, you know, everywhere we go, and it doesn't matter what team we're calling for. Uh, the fans always seem uh, to help us. They moved tables for us in Albertville and uh, just just helped us move around. And uh, so a big shout out to the uh, Woodland folks for helping us out with the tent that was fixing to be airborne. <laughs> There's a shot in the right. That is going to get down for a base hit on the first pitch of the second inning. Chloe Chapel aboard to lead things off. My favorite hit, opposite field. Tim smiling. He knew I was going to say that. And Chloe has done that all, she did it all year, all last week. And all during the postseason, last week and in, in the area tournament as well, came into the tournament today hitting 571 in postseason play. So she continues her good work at the plate. Back to the top of the lineup, 1-0 to McCormick. McCormick doubled. Came around to score her first time. She chops one through the hole into left. Tomahawk that one up around her eyes. She's two for two. Chapel stops at second. Leah Williamson, who has started to get hot. She has. We talked about in game number one where she was kind of due. She'd been lagging behind a little bit offensively in the postseason, but she hit that. I don't know if y'all called it a home run or. Yeah. We credited her for an inside the park home run. But that was a hard hit ball in the gap. She had a couple of hits in that first game. Had a base hit her first time up here. Her bat is coming alive. And that's a very good thing for Woodland. 0-1. She pops that one up. Shallow center. The shortstop, though, is going to go out and make the catch. He called uh, Blue called the infield fly on it. Did he? Which is the right call. So Williamson is retired. Runners cannot advance. They're still at first and second, and Ella Waits will hit with one out. Waits drove home a run with a fielder's choice. Her first time up. She goes the other way, hits it slowly to third. That's Reed who wins the race to the bag at third. She was playing in. But got back there in plenty of time to retire Chapel, get the lead runner. Two outs in the inning. Smart play by a senior. Get the lead runner before the. Yeah, and you could tell she didn't hesitate. She knew exactly yeah. what she was doing. There's a down. soft liner up the middle and through everybody. McCormick rounds third. She will score. Wait stops at second. It's a base hit for Juliana Lover and seeing eye single through two gloves up the middle, and it's four to two Woodland. And Juliana losing the boot and is coming on hot. 
perfect timing too. Absolutely. Second RBI of the game, second hit of the game for Lovern. She's at first, waits at second, two outs in the inning, a run in. Crenshaw at the plate, fouled it back, it's 0-1. And you look at this team, and I don't know if y'all talked about it in game one. Pretty much everybody out here is going to be back for another go next season. I yeah. mean, I know it's not time to talk about next season, but call strike to Crenshaw. Jaden Herring, Chloe Chapel, the only seniors on this team. That's why I feel like this game carries a lot of weight, and not only for this tournament, but for the big picture as well. Let Woodland get a taste of not only being in this tournament, but getting a win in this tournament. Pop up to short. Emily Smith is going to make the catch, but Woodland adds to the lead. The two-out RBI single by Juliana Lovern, and Woodland leads it 4-2 to as we go to the third. Young's Drug and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, immunizations, and even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you're here, check out the gun and ammo shop as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48, Woodland. Spring is right around the corner, and at ML Aubrey, we're almost ready. Our garden shack is filling up with new decorative and clay pots, hanging baskets, veggie containers, shepherd's hooks, trellises, and plant stands, as well as all the pretty stuff. Y'all know that's my department. Wind spinners, solar lanterns, plant pokes, fountains, wind chimes, it's all here at ML Aubrey. Springtime is our favorite time, and we can't wait to see you. Flowers are coming soon, and I'll be happy to help you mix up your pots and hanging baskets. Ask me about Thriller, Filler, and Spiller. We are ML Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Roanoke. 4-2, Woodland leads it as we go to the third. And we were just, before the third out in that inning, Brad, we were talking about the program and the fact there's only two seniors on this team. How big is this game today in terms of what we're talking about, just to get the experience of winning a state tournament game? Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you know that's huge. It is it is just so big for, for all those young players. But, you know, also for these seniors to keep going and, and to keep their hopes alive. Absolutely. But this group of juniors that are going to be back next year and then the – 10th uh, graders and ninth graders and 8th graders and 7th graders that are all here. Uh, you know, it's huge for them to see these things and be a part of it and, and hopefully build on it. First pitch from McCormick to start the third. Calls strike at the belt to Lexi Smith, the pitcher. And it's 0-1. Foul tip at the plate, 0-2. And you lose that first game, and, and really, you know, Woodland lost 4-3, to three, a game that a couple of things go different. We're, we're, we're in a whole different situation. But it, it's such a long road after you lose that first game. It is, it is really a tough task. And the mental challenge that, that that presents, I just would love to see Woodland make it into tomorrow. Yeah. You know, chop up those goals. Yeah. Say, okay, we don't need to win five games today. We can't do that. That's impossible. But we can win two more games today and, and play tomorrow and see what happens. Yeah, see what you got. Popped up out of play on the 1-2. So it'll stay 1-2 to Smith, who struck out her first time up. 
And as long as the state stays on this format of a tournament to win, you know, it's imperative that schools play these these tournaments during the season, you know, and that's where these girls have seen five games in a day to to make it to midnight when you leave in the field <laughs> right. and you're trying to, you know, get everything done and, and still get back home for Sunday church. You know, it's it's you have to see those days. 2-2, two, two, foul back right towards us. Because it builds you for this. Yeah, that's what you love to see. You know, Coach Shelton's certainly aware of that. She schedules yeah. those tournaments, fills those weekends with those tournaments because of of getting ready for days like today and possibly tomorrow. Grounded to the left side, Williamson throws across in plenty of time to get Lexi Smith for out number one. And I don't know when they decided that that was the way we were going to do things and that softball had to be tournament tournament wise, but that's the way it is. And Coach Shelton throw, showing off the arm. <laughs> she can still get it done. Oh, yeah, she can chunk it. Pretty incredible player in her day. She was, they say. Jayla Nix, the hitter, one out, nobody on here. There's a grounder out to second on the first pitch. Chapel up with it, across to first in time. Two up, two down here in the third. And a quick inning would be just right for Woodland yes. after Maplesville has had base runners all over the place in the first two innings. And more importantly, minimize McKenzie's pitch count. Yeah. And get her out of that hot sun. Carly Cummings, the first baseman to hit her. She grounded out to second her first time up. Call strike. I'm going to say Chloe making that play, too, at second base. How, how big of a advantage it is for Woodland to have a, a catcher and second baseman that can enter swap and, and you know, be able to play and be rested for the next game because, you know, catcher takes so much out of you. And they both do a great job at it. Popped up or hit in the air, I should say, right side. Waits is out there. She barely had to move. And there is your one, two, three inning. As Cummings flies out to right, and we will go to the bottom of inning number three. Woodland coming to bat, leading it four to two. Let's talk about some chicken wings. <laughs> Did you know Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill was open for lunch? That's right. They're open for lunch daily, Monday through Friday, 11 to 3. Ten with that like same that. great menu. From starters to building your own pizza or calzone, great burgers, or a must in my book, you got to try the wings with many flavors to choose from. Something for every appetite. Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill, open for lunch, Monday through Friday, 11 to 3. Supper hours are Tuesday through Thursday, 4 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 4 to 9. Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill, 1133 Main Street. Street, Roanoke. Main Street Animal Hospital in Roanoke, a small animal hospital providing vaccinations, I, good, wellness exams, digital radiology, it, I, and on-site pharmacy and lab, dental cleanings, and specified surgical too, procedures. We take care of your babies as our own. In, the fur-friendly staff is here to provide the best the care possible. So Drop-off service is available. Visit our website at MainStreetAH.com or download our app, Main Street Animal Hospital. Phone number 334-863-7111. Located at 307 Main Street, Roanoke, Alabama.
third. Aaron going to try to bunt her way on. That's a good one. She is going to be out. Good play by the pitcher, Lexi Smith. Jaden made a good run down first baseline, just kind of got it inside of her and got the out. Smith came off out of the circle and fielded that one right by the first baseline, sort of threw underneath sidearm across her body and got got Herring by a step. That's saying something. Herring runs very well. And, Tim, I can't see the computer, so I missed a little bit of the first of it. it caught, I, I got it fixed for the bat. Line, line drive. Emily Smith snags that one out of the air before it gets down. Taylor Wilson is retired. So two up, two down for Woodland. Herring out on the bunt attempt. Wilson lines out to short. And Rayleigh Williams will be the batter with two outs and nobody on. Only two pitches, right? That's right. See if Williams takes one. She does. It's a called strike. It's 0-1. Williams 0-1, grounded out to short. Her first time up. Takes high. That'll even the count, 1-1. One There's a roller two-third. Reed has it. Long throw across, but she gets it done to beat Williams and get the third out. So Woodland gets a one-two-three inning in its last half inning. Maplesville answers here in the third, gets them one-two-three, and we'll go to the bottom, or excuse me, top of the fourth. Woodland leading it four to two. Need farm supplies? Call Raybuck's Farm Supply in Woodland, Alabama. We have fertilizer, garden seeds of all kinds, and all the spring garden supplies you'll need to get that garden up and running. Aside from that, we have feed for almost every species of animals available. Call us today, 256-449-2255, or visit us at 23551 Highway 48, Woodland, Alabama, Raybuck's Farm Supply. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama, a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers, Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. Four to two, our score as we go to the top half of the fourth. Maplesville coming to bat. Eight, nine, one spots in the order. Woodland leading by a couple of runs in this elimination game. Trying to get into another game tonight at 5 p.m. First pitch swinging. That's hit in the air to right. Waits. No problem with that one. One pitch, one out in the fourth. Hannah Hollis is retired. Looking out through the crowd right here, I see a couple of 2A uh, opponents that are kind of scouting out. Looks like players, uh, teams we may be playing next year. Next year, yeah. yeah. That's right. And that's a little hitch in the, uh, you know, I was thinking about the progress of this Woodland program. If you look back over the past couple of years, you know, area tournament got beat out in the regional. 
win the area tournament this year, get out of the regional, make it to state. They've taken that extra step each of the past couple of years. Being in the regional two years ago was their first time they had done yeah. that in a while. So each year they've sort of seen that progress. And that's the last two years has been in this 1A uh, classification. But uh, how does that switch going up to 2A sort of throw a wrinkle in that? Well, you know, it definitely gets tougher. Um, you know, bigger schools have, you know, a little bigger pool to pull from. And so, uh, you know, it definitely gets tougher. But, uh, you know, you have to play them. And, and luckily, you know, we play enough bigger schools now, any, you know, as it is anyways, you know. So um, it shouldn't be something we're not ready for. One and two the count to number nine hitter Anna Grace Small. With one out, nobody on here in the fourth. Woodland leading it four to two. That one is up, and it's two and two. This one's uh, moving a little bit faster clip than uh, game one did. <laughs> Anything move faster than that one. <laughs> the two-two. Swing and a miss. Good pitch. Had the timing disrupted a little bit there. Something off speed. Small swung through it. Six straight retired by McKenzie McCormick. Two outs here in the fourth. feel like she's got a little bit of her confidence going right now. Her pitches are going where she wants them to go. She's in a good spot. And, and Tim talked about, you know, her freshness, and able to throw pitches here, and, and you got to think. There's a ground ball through the hole for a base hit. Go ahead, Adam. And you, you know, Juliana came in, strong performance in, in, yeah. the, in game one. And, and Kayla, you know, she was pitching well. So, you, you got to think she's still three strong here right oh, yeah. now. Yeah. And when I say she, referring to Coach Shelton. Yeah. See, early, um, Jaden McGee early in this game has been impressive. Eighth grader. Yeah, that's her second hit. She's aboard with two outs. At first, Lacey Cook, the catcher. They haven't gotten her out yet. She walked and singled. Runner goes. The throw down is going to be not in time. It got away from Williamson and out into center field. She's going to get up and run to third. Kind of a delayed reaction from the base runner, McGee. But she still showed the speed and got to third without much of a play. And the throw from Crenshaw pulled the shortstop over toward the first base. And then the second baseman, they were, they were real close. And that's what enabled the ball to get out into uh, center field. But okay. Taylor was there to back it up. Popped up right side. Chapel's going out. She can't get to it. The run is going to score. It's a bloop single for Lacey Cook. They still haven't gotten her out. She's two for two, and that cuts the Woodland lead to four to three. Just dumped it over second base, out into shallow right. And I got to think with two outs, that would have scored the runner from second anyway, so that extra base doesn't really hurt you. Emily Smith, the shortstop. That's three in this game. A couple for Woodland and one for Maplesville. Yeah, where well, they've just been these pop flies over the infield in the shallow outfield that have found, found the grass. Swing and a miss. Throw back to first. 
Lacey Cook is back safely. Oh, and to the count to Emily Smith. As a fan, I always draw up when they throw back down to first. Yeah. It, it scares me. Yeah, it's a. Or third, too. An yeah. uneasy feeling. The 0-2. Call strike three inside corner. And McCormick gets that third out without any further damage. Way to fight back. Yes, indeed. Maplesville scores a run, though. They get cut the lead in half. And we'll go to the bottom of the fourth. Wooden leading at 4-3. to three. Let's hear from T.A. and uh, talk about uh, some uh, lawnmowers. Husqvarna has always been the know for industry-leading quality. Whether it's a chainsaw, weed eater, blower, or any other power tool, come by Meadows Farm Equipment with Dowie, Alabama, and check out our big selection. We also have rhino and dirt dog farm not. implements for those big jobs. Commercial and residential mowers featuring Husqvarna and Spartan for 42-inch to 72-inch cuts. Around the house or the farm, don't look any further than Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road, 811 in Widawi, or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. Opening Monday, May 23rd in Wadley, the Bulldog Cafe. Inside Hometown Market, the Bulldog Cafe will offer a breakfast menu, plus burgers, tacos, wraps, and wings. Open 4 a.m. until 8 p.m. Monday through Thursday, Friday and Saturday from 7 a.m. until 9 p.m., and on Sundays, 7 a.m. until 8 p.m. The all-new Bulldog Cafe, Inside Hometown Market, opening this coming Monday, so come on by and see us. Bottom half of the fourth. One run game. Woodland coming to bat, leading it four to three. Woodland will have the nine one two spots in the order. Chloe Chapel, Mackenzie McCormick, Leah Williamson. State tournament elimination game. For the loser, it's the end of their season. For the winner, they go on to play another elimination game this evening. Scheduled for 5 p.m. That game. Very few runs for as much as we keep turning the uh, lineup over. The game tonight will be against the loser between Cedar Bluff and Holy Spirit. That's a winner's bracket game. Both those teams won their first game. Just to finish that thought, but go ahead, Brett. Yeah, no, I'll just – yeah, just – not as many runs as you would think as we turned over this lineup. So yeah, it started fast. Yeah. You felt like this was going to be one of those 12 to 10 type ball games, but the pitchers really have seemed to kind of settle in here. You give up base runners, but then kind of get outs at strategic points and, and get them over. Yeah, and limit the big innings. You yeah. know, you gave up the one run last inning, but that could have been more for Maplesville if McCormick hadn't gotten out of it. Chapel's in a one-two count to start things off here in the fourth. She had a base hitter last time up. Has played solid second base, played solid behind the plate in game number one. She pops this one up though. McGee at second is gonna make the call and the catch. She whew, made a little adventure out of that one, but <laughs> kept it from hitting the ground. And that's out number one. And you know, that's something that we talked about during the week, uh, Tim and Lon and I, and that We've seen more balls that pop-ups like that that have squirted out of somebody's glove. We saw it several times last week yeah. in Albertville and two, almost saw it again. Two hands while learning. <laughs> Swing and a miss by McCormick. One out, nobody on in the fourth. McCormick, though, two for two. She scored a couple of runs. 
Looking for a third hit. She rips one down the line and down. All the way into the corner. McCormick is going to stop at second with her second double of the game. That was a rope down the left field line. And a one-out double. Woodland's in business here in the fourth. These add-on runs become important, and that's, that's where you'd like to get some cushion. Put up, put up a couple here. Leah Williamson at the plate. Little pop, and it's going to be caught by McGee running in right behind the circle. Good running catch to get Williamson. And you got to give her credit. That was a tough play. That was not routine by any means. The ball was hit off the end of the bat, spinning, kind of slicing back toward her, and she was running in a sprint. So she did a great job. She did. So Waits is the hitter. She strokes one into right. The right fielder was playing shallow. Hollis, Mackenzie McCormick ran through the stop sign oh. and scored. Waits is going to try to go down to second. They're going to throw her out. But the run scores at the plate before Waits is retired. And Woodland leads it five to three as we go to inning number five. I'd like to say the Randolph little. County Chamber of Commerce proudly supports our local schools. They offer a full calendar of events sponsored by the Chamber. The next event coming up is a business after hours on the 23rd at Lake Weedowie Winery starting at 5.30. Coming up in June, the 32nd Annual Professional Women's Luncheon on June 29th from 11 to 1 at the Roanoke First United Methodist Church Family Life Center. For more information on the Randolph County Chamber of Commerce, call 334-863-1402. If you love watching and listening to the game on iSchool Sports Network, you'll love reading about it in the Randolph Leader and on therandolphleader.com. All the big plays from the big games, the game-changing moments, and the players that made them happen. Daily updates on therandolphleader.com keep you up to speed all week long. Find stats, photos, stories, and complete coverage online and in our weekly print edition every Wednesday. Full-scale coverage of every local high school plus Southern Union Athletics with online subscriptions for as low as $26 per year. So check it out after the game, the Randolph Leader and therandolphleader.com. Woodland tacks on a run in the fourth. We go to the top of the fifth. Lady Cats leading at five to three. And just to recap that last play, a lot going on as that inning came to an end. McCormick was at second. The base hit was hit in the shallow right. And I saw Kayla Shelton throw up the stop sign, tell her to hold. Next thing I know, McCormick's running home. She drew the throw. She was safe and scored the run. And I think Ella kind of waited a little too long, didn't, didn't recognize Took off from from first a little late, and that's what cost her getting thrown out at second. Yeah, yeah, and, a little and smarter there. You heard you heard Dad say as we <laughs> as we were going to break, I, I cut him off, but I had to laugh. I had to laugh about it. I, what what was it? I'd like to see smarter base running. Smarter base. <laughs> <laughs> she knows I'd say it. <laughs> and probably something she heard when she got back to the dugout. You, you, you that's gotta, right. You know. That's right. But five to three, Woodland will take the run. First pitch of the fifth is popped out of play by Avery Reed, and it's 0-1. McCormick still in the circle. She's worked out of trouble in three of the four innings thus far, giving up three runs. Hey, guys, Dr. Don listening to us, and I'm trying to get him to uh, push some clouds over our way. Yeah. He said nothing. That's what he said, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Nothing's coming. Send me a picture of the radar. <laughs> you got to do better than that, Dr. Don. <laughs> Or I got to bring a backup tent, one or the other. 
<laughs> the 0-2. Bounced up off the plate. It's 1-2 and two to Avery Reed. Third baseman. She's played her position well. She's hit well. Had a base hit that scored two runs back in the first. And she's also grounded out. One for two. McCormick ahead in the count, one, two. Here's the pitch. Ooh, just missed. Ooh. Two and two. And I, I'm going to quote somebody that was listening to game one. They said if Tim is holding his breath on balls and strikes, and uh, <laughs> that uh, they're, they're probably pretty close. <laughs> the 2-2 two -two is fouled out of play, so it'll stay 2-2. Two -two. Yeah, I don't like to get caught up in the, in the balls and strikes, and I kind of yeah. – but I did gripe about that last one. <laughs> it's I really sure hard not to sometimes. It is, but know? that's such a high-pressure situation. You yeah. know, the end of the game, you're down by a run. You got a runner on base. You just feel like there's a chance, and, and you know, it just didn't go your way. So you blame it on the umpire. Foul off by Reed. There was a baseball game this week that was decided by a balk. Oh, really? That ended the game in a balk. Here? Yes, in the in this tournament, I don't know if the game was at Jacksonville or Chocolaca, but uh, but in the turn in the state state championship tournament, full count now. Reed is taking so, a couple of pitches and battled back to fill it up. The full count pitch popped out of play. She stays alive. And I know it's so hard. You know, umpires, they, they have a hard job. It is. It, it really is. And it, I know we kind of sit back here and want perfection, you know, like, you know, we want that strike zone in the same spot every time. And they There's a slow roller to first, and Rayleigh Williams can't handle it. She scoops over two seconds. Chapel got over there. Great play by Chloe Chapel. They get the out for out number one in the fifth. That's the veteran player right there. That she is. saw it all the way, backed it up, went way over behind first base. Uh, and, uh, you know, what, what can you say? That's just that's just a senior coming out. And we're going to challenge. The runner has not left the base. There's contention here, I think, of interference. But I think the collision took place behind the base, not in front of it. It didn't block. Her path was not blocked. Yeah, At least on the base, yeah. Yeah, there, there, was, there was contact. That is for sure. So is she out? Yeah, she's yeah, out. Yeah, they got her on. Yeah. Yeah, there was contact, but I think it took place after she crossed first base, not in front of the bag to block her from getting there. Yeah. So she is out. Avery Reed is retired, and – Again, just to highlight, Chloe Chapel, you know, she was going over there as the ball was hitting that direction. Her momentum was headed that way, but as soon as she saw Williams miss it, instinct took over. She went to the bag instead of going after the ball. That was a really good heads-up play. And she kind of had to stop on the bag and catch the ball because it was kind of a, a short toss to her, and so she kind of had to stop right there and catch it. So That's that, a good play. Yeah, definitely not a routine out. And those short tosses are harder than you ever thought about. Yeah, sometimes you, they're just funny. Lexi Smith fouled off the first pitch. It's 0-1. She leaves that one high to even the count. One ball, one strike. 
One out, nobody on in the fifth. Woodland leading it 5-3 over Maplesville. Swung on ground, and it's going to hug the line. They say it hit her in the box, foul ball. Yep, it got her off her foot. So one and two the count now. Walking it off. Empire will give her a little time, dust off the plate. Not sure what that was. The umpire took a couple steps over towards the Woodland uh, fan area. Yeah. Not sure what that was about. Didn't seem very contentious. No. He didn't seem. He, he laughed when he came back. Yeah. To the Little pop out towards short right to Leah Williams. She squeezes it for out number two. I, I actually thought, Tim, when he was walking over there that he was wanting some water. You know, it, I mean, it, it, he's got the the uh, shin guards on underneath his pants and the chest protector underneath his shirt. And uh, it, it's probably day. every bit of 90 degrees, 95 degrees, and some humidity, you know. The other thing was that the scoreboard was, was wrong with the count. It may have been somebody over there saying, hey, count's one and two, not one and one. There's a call strike, 0 and one to Jayla Nix. Yeah, they're still wrong. Yeah, they still got the, the count all wrong on the scoreboard. Now they fixed it. Well, and he did come back and immediately give the the uh, ball some strikes. And this is not Jayla Nix at the play. It's a pinch hitter. Camilla Talley. Camilla Talley. Yeah, Camilla Talley, seventh grader. Bats from the right side. She's got herself in a 1-1 count. Swings and hits it hard back through the box and into center field for a base hit. So Talley comes off the bench, gets the pinch hit single with two outs here in the fifth. And I can bet they're bringing her in for her speed, so you could probably look for a, for a steal. Yeah, with two outs, they want to get that runner in scoring position if they can. Keep an eye on Tally at first. Carly Cummings at the plate. She's 0 for 2. She's grounded out and flied out to right. She takes a called strike, and it's 0 and 1. The 0-1 pitch, grounded right side to Chapel at second. She's going to go to first and get the out for out number three. Cummings took a roundabout path to the bag. I'm not second time we've seen that. Yeah, thing. that was kind of <laughs> odd, but yeah. she is she is retired on the ground out to Chapel, and Woodland works around the two out single, leaves her stranded, and we'll go to the fifth. Woodland leading bottom of the fifth. Woodland leading at five to three. A third-generation family-owned company, Steel Fab is one of the largest and most experienced steel fabricators in the United States. Evolving from a local business with roots in North Carolina into a national brand with 13 fabrication facilities, 16 offices across the country, our team prides itself on outstanding customer service and on-time delivery of a superior product, providing quality jobs to the citizens of Randolph County. The employees of Steel Fab proudly support the schools here in Randolph County. 
Good sportsmanship and positive citizenship are vital in the development of good citizens. The Alabama High School Athletic Association gladly welcomes the challenge of being a leader in sportsmanship and continuing this proud tradition. In Alabama, good sportsmanship is a high school tradition, whether at home, owned, or on the road. Make our schools, our communities, our students proud by displaying positive sportsmanship. A public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Five to three, our score. Bottom of the fifth, Woodland with a two-run lead. After what happened in that first game, you don't want to sit on a two-run lead. You certainly, if you're Woodland, want to add to it. And in a good spot in the lineup to do that, Lovern, Crenshaw, and Herring, four, five, six, do up. I got five-tenths at the house. And when we stay here for several more games, uh, we, we'll have to bring one or run by. Uh, when we come back tomorrow, that's right. When we come back tomorrow, that's exactly right. Lovern takes a called strike to start things off in the fifth. She's had a good game at the plate. Two for two is Lovern. She's driven in a couple of runs, scored a run. A single and a double in those two trips. Takes high and away. It'll even up the count, one and one. Off speed, sails wide, two and one to Lovern. Good cut, fouled back, two and two. She just missed that one. That ball was a little bit down, down around the knees, and she just missed it. And again, Tim, she's got a big gap in right center field. Right fielder's pinched way over. She is. 2-2. Two -two. High and away. Full count. Well, it looks like Camilla Talley is taking over in center field. Yeah, good call, Brett. That's exactly right. Nix is out. Talley is in after she pinch hit. That one is high for ball four. Lead off walk. Good at bat by Lovern. Didn't go fishing after anything out of the zone. And draws a walk. That's a seventh grader coming in for a senior. Yeah, you wonder if there's some other, she got maybe something two. else afoot yeah, based on that exchange. She's the lone seventh grader, and they've got four eighth graders and four seniors, I think. There's a shot in the center off the bat of Kaylee Crenshaw so hard they had to Hustle into second. Lovern did get there, though, ahead of the throw. And two runners aboard to start the fifth. A good start for Woodland. Five singles, I'll say that. Prime time for Jaden Herring right here. And, guys, Nick's uh, talking about her. Uh, she did a tremendous job, and uh, apparently she's got an arm. I watched her rifle that throw in. And we're getting some kind of change here. Kayla Shelton has come. We'll get somebody to run for Crenshaw. Speed up roll. Is that going to be is that Lucy Phillips? That would be my guess. Can't see the number yet. Yeah, I believe that's Lucy. Okay. Phillips in to run for Crenshaw. I'd assume that's the courtesy runner. 
As Crenshaw is the catcher here. Lucy, a seventh grader. Can fly from can, what I've heard. Can move. Had an unfortunate step at the uh, I track meet. I um, saw that. That that bummed me out. I, I knew she had a good time, a good qualifying time, was yeah. among the top ten in the state yeah. in Class 1A as yeah. a seventh grader with her qualifying time, but that false start. She would have got us some points for sure. Oh, absolutely. But a bright future for that young lady. Oh, yeah. Herring fouled off the first pitch. So the count's 0-1. Runners first and 0-2. I beg your pardon. Runners first and second. Nobody out. Herring pops out when foul, and that's going to get out of play. Still 0-2. And, guys, just watching Jaden swing right here. She sees that gap in right center field. She, she is wanting to put one out there that could possibly get to the fence because the right fielder probably 10 to 12 steps off the line. Herring fouls off another one. This one's straight back. She's trying to find the one she likes. Talk about senior leadership. You know, Jaden is one of those. She gets you going. She gets everybody up, and, and you know, she kind of holds people accountable. So, she's going to be a senior, that you, and, and Chloe, too, or that you're going to miss. There's another foul ball. She's putting up a fight here. It's been 0-2 for quite a while. And I'm going to add she is our 2022 West Kensington Memorial Scholarship winner. Yes, she is. Well-deserved. Going off to play basketball at Southern Union. Another 0-2. That one just missed. Off-speed pitch. Outside and high. One and two now to Herring. And we're going to put Justice to work for us. Yeah, Justice going just, to work. Justice going to gonna. We're going to hog time. That one's chopped back to the circle. Smith flips over two-third to get the lead runner. So Herring reaches on the fielder's choice. Lovern retired at third. Justice got personality and the gift of gab, so he'll be a good one. <laughs> Where do you get that? Well, that's what you need in this business. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. The gift of gab. Those, those two things are a winning combination <laughs> for what we do. And just a great, great young, great kid, great guy. Taylor Wilson at the plate. He's signaling to the press box to make sure there's an out on the board, and there he is. 1-0 the count to Wilson. So Phillips down at second. Jaden Herring at first. Good, good speed on the bases. One out here in the fifth. Woodland leading at 5-3. Popped up on the infield. Phillips going to hug the bag at second, smartly so. Infield fly was called. Catch is made out at short. Wilson is retired. And Rayleigh Williams try to come up with a two-out hit. All right, I'm fixing to make Brett Waits' head get real big. Our, some of our fans said that, complimenting the, the broadcast, and uh, said that Brett Waits' insight is absolutely wonderful. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you go make me turn red over here. <laughs> I just appreciate anybody listening to me. <laughs> and I agree. I agree with him. Oh, yeah. I do, too. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all letting me do this. This, this is really fun for me. Um, I, I just I've really enjoyed it. Football and, and softball here. It's been it's just been great. You can't turn any redder with that red beard. I uh, know, no, it's kinda hard. 
Oh, and one to count to Williams. She hits one hard through the hole. In the left. That's going to be far enough get to get the run home. Lucy Phillips slides in the home with the run. The throw comes back to third. Jaden Herring is out. But the run scores. Again, a run scores before the third out. Second time that's happened in this game. Woodland adds to the lead. Six to three is the score as we go to the sixth. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. 6-3 to three our score. Woodland leads it as we go to the top of the sixth inning. Woodland trying to keep its state tournament journey alive in this elimination game. I, I know we talked about it last week. I hate to say it this way, but six outs right here, you know. Yeah, the countdown is on. I mean, or, you, yeah. for us, I'm sure they don't look at it that way, but yeah. or in those in those terms necessarily. But yeah, I mean, you got three runs. I, I do that a lot too, bro. You, well, we, get, we if we can get six outs before they score three runs, yeah. yeah, that's our ball game. You know, like it's just. I do that a lot too. It's bring on five o'clock, and, and that's one thing Brett and I were talking about in the broadcast last week. You know, we were trading, we were trading outs, runs for outs. You know, and you get in a situation, that's what you do. And the thing I've liked is that Woodland has added to the lead, built it up. You know, it was a, a one-run game, then a two-two-run game, then a one-run game again, and Woodland scored the last two to build that three-run lead. And if you do that, just kind of keep pace. Yeah. And you got to give me credit for that because I, I mentioned that add-on runs. So add you remember that? That's right. <laughs> you know, and they've come at those those last couple have come on, you know, outs that, that ended the inning too. Outs on the to, base yeah, pass, yeah. But we get the run scored and, and, you know, just aggressive, you know. I mean, but we talked about it in the first game. You know, this is – you're in state tournament, you know. And if you th if this was something out of character, if aggressive base running was yeah. something out of character for this team, you would you would start to scratch your head a little bit. Yeah. But it's not. This is the way they've played all year. But Jaden Herring, she's an aggressive base. Oh, runner, absolutely. Period. You know, and and she does a great job at it, and and that's part of what you know gets people going. And that's what makes this team. That's a part of what has gotten yeah. this team where they are. You can't stop doing what you do. No. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't. You know. And even when it don't, it still worked. <laughs> right. You know, like still got to run out of it. Out of it. Yeah, yeah. And you think back last week against Ragland, there was a couple of situations where, the, you know, Coach Shelton pushed pushed the window, and it ended up going in her favor. Yeah. You know, and that, and that's what you got it. First pitch to Hannah Hollis, the right fielder, to lead things off as a ball. One and zero. The count. That one. Called strike inside corner, one and one. Eight, nine, one spots in the order for Maplesville here in the sixth. Hollis, Small, and McGee do up. Hollis 0 for 2. She struck out and flied to right. Kind of looked like a screwball on that last one to me. Kind of tailed in. That one's popped up foul and off the screen on the backstop. One and two to count.
games playing behind us, starting to stack up there. Other fans moving in. One and two, swing and a miss. Strike three. McCormick gets a swinging strikeout to start the sixth inning. Five. Six. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven strikeouts for McCormick. Sorry, I was counting down five, five outs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm counting strikeouts. We're counting two different things. Yeah, five more to go. Anna Grace Small, she's walked and struck out, takes a called strike, and it's 0-1. That's the first time today y'all hadn't been on the same page. <laughs> That's the first time you and I have really done anything together. Yeah, yeah, this is our first go-around, isn't it? Our maiden voyage here. Pitch is high, it's 1-1. One one. Does that have what field we would be on at 5-10? I think we're back over on four. Yeah. It's the field we started out on. One and one. That one's up. Two and one. We don't play musical chairs. We play musical fields. Yeah. And musical tables. Yeah. Carrying the table back and forth. Hey, I want to thank Lisa Gay. Uh, Lisa brought us lunch. Uh, I'm glad you said that. I meant to mention that earlier. That one's low. And it's three and one. That's right. Got a, and I still got a half of one right there. I, I didn't get a chance to. But I guarantee you it's still warm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sitting where it's sitting. Might as well be sitting under a warmer in the restaurant. And she wouldn't let me pay her for it. And uh, so I, I got a shout out to Raybuck's Farm Supply. That's where I buy my dog food. <laughs> Pitch is high for ball four. So a one-out walk. That's the fifth walk for McCormick, but the first since the second inning. She really had settled in over the last few innings. And a runner at first with one out in the top of the order, a tough out. Jaden McGee at the plate. She's two for three and scored a couple of runs. And played good at second base, too. Oh, yeah. Got a bright future. Swings at the first one, chopped to short. Leah Williamson's going to go to second for the out there. No chance at a double play. McGee at first on a fielder's choice, but two outs in the inning. And you guys talking about fan support. I, I want to talk about uh, our advertisers. Uh, you know, they make this possible. People people think that we just kind of show up and uh, and do it, and uh, it, it does cost to, to turn on the switch. And uh, But uh, I want to thank the advertisers because they're, they're like these fans here. All of these are local advertisers. Uh, and, and I encourage you, you know, shop anywhere in Randolph County. And that's all I can say. They got the runner hung up. Crenshaw trying to run down. They throw down a second, and they're going to tag her out. Good play by Kaylee Crenshaw. She didn't panic, charged at the runner, made her make a decision, and threw her out at second base. And let's just keep it right here, Tim, because I want to add to what you were talking about, Kaylee. That, that was a perfect execution of what she had to do. It's just like a pickoff play. Uh, you run directly at that runner, and that's what Kaylee did. She ran directly at her. It freezes them every time. I don't understand why, but for somebody running at you with 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 a softball or baseball or whatever it is, it froze her, and it, it then she threw the made the perfect throw down to second base, and that's that's just perfect execution, and and that is a derivative of what she's been coached. And it's easy to, in that situation to just throw the ball, to yeah. just just pick a base, and you you got the runner hung up. You just your your first instinct is to get the ball out there. 
and make a throw, and that's usually the wrong thing. And she had the wherewithal to hold on to the ball, make the runner make the decision instead of her making the decision. And that's, uh, as Adam said, perfect execution. And that might be the first mistake McGee's made today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she got hung up, and and uh, but she's done pretty much everything else perfect. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, it's a 50-50 proposition in that, you know, you're trying to make them throw it. Uh, you know, Tim's heard me on broadcast many times. I, You know, I talk about it. you put the ball in play and good things generally happen because you put the pressure on the defense at that point, and that's what the base runner was trying to do was put the pressure on the Lady Cats, and, it, you know, it just didn't work out in her favor. worked out for the Lady Bobcats. Yeah. Tim, you got a new pitcher? No, nope, that's the same, same, same one. one. Okay. Lexi Smith still out there. Well, she's throwing without her mask on, and yeah. I probably hadn't looked looked that way. That's what she's doing. She's warming up without her mask and then put it on. Nine one two spots in the order for Woodland, trying to add to a 6-3 lead here in the bottom of the sixth inning. No matter what happens here, Woodland three outs away from victory. But Woodland certainly would like to make life a little more comfortable for themselves with Chapel, McCormick, and Williamson due up. Insurance run. Yep, I want two more right here. Get the lead off runner on and, and, and let's go from there. Chapel's certainly capable of that. She's one for two. She hits one up the middle. I hit the glove. The pitcher slowed it down, and that's going to be enough for McGee to make the play. One, four, three. And she ripped that ball. Yeah, she hit it hard. Lexi Smith, the pitcher, just kind of stuck her glove out there and just got a piece of it to slow it down for McGee, who made a good, strong throw. One out in the sixth. McCormick at the plate, fouled it back, and it's 0-1. All right, I'm fixing to go on the record. Here comes one. McCormick, three for three, two doubles, a single, three runs scored. She has been... The epitome of a leadoff hitter in this game. She hits one in the air to center, pretty deep. Tally's going back. She can't make the catch. It hit the glove and fell to the ground and rolls all the way to the fence. McCormick is on the run as the throw comes in. She's going to round third. She's going to come home. She's going to be safe. 7-3 to three Woodland. Not exactly how I drew it up. No, she, <laughs> she did touch all four bases on the same play. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie McCormick did it all by herself. Smart yeah. base running. And that's one of those. She took a chance. The, throw, yeah. was, the yeah. throw was coming back to the shortstop. And Coach Shelton took the chance. She pushed the window. And, and I love it. Yeah. Seven to three Woodland. One out still only here in the sixth. Leah Williamson trying to get the rally started up again. Ahead in the count, one and zero. Oh. And I mean, is that a, that's not an error. That's that's a home run. That's an inside the park home run. To me, I mean, she yeah. was going back. That glove, that ball hit her in the glove, but that was far yeah. from a routine play. Oh yeah, she had to run to get it. I mean, that's a really. If she had caught it, we would be gushing about how good a play she made. My depth perception is not very well, and I can't say how close she actually got to to the fence, but she had to go a long way just to get a glove on it. Right, and then when it bounced off the glove, it kept going out right. away from the infield. So that helped McCormick, but I call that an inside-the-park home run. As Leah Williamson draws a walk. All right, that's one of the two I said we got to get. 
Ella waits at the plate. She jumps on the first pitch and hits it into the gap and down in front of the center fielder. Tally comes up throwing. Leah Williamson cruises into third. Second hit of the day for Ella Waits. And Ella pulled that one. She did. She did. Kind of pushed it right over second base. And now Woodland really bidding for a big inning. First and third, one out. Juliana Lovern at the plate. The Lady Cats trying to blow this thing open. You can tell their nerves are a little bit in it. They're, they're, they're wanting it, so she jumped on that a little bit, kind of got out ahead of it and was able to put it into play, though. Lovern takes a called strike. Waits goes down a second without a throw. And that hit got uh, the Woodland student section to our right uh, on their feet. And they may not all be students. I can't, you know, I'm blind in one eye. I can't see out of the other. Lovern rips There's one down one. the line. Fair ball inside the left field line. Two. two runs are going to score. Here comes Waits. Lovern at second. What a great time for Juliana Lovern to be coming on. Lovern having a game. Four RBIs, her second double. Woodland leads it nine to three. She's giving us her W from the from – <laughs> From second base. <laughs> I like, that's one of my favorite little chants that they yeah. do. Hey, you on two. Let me see your W. Ground ball left side. In the left base hit. They're going to wave Robert around third. Here comes a throw. It's up the line. She scores. Crenshaw into second. An RBI single. She takes the extra base on the throw. 10 to 3, Woodland. I know I said three more outs, but would I be. Too greedy if I'd said. Well, let's get three more runs right three here. More three runs more runs. And... And Woodland has broken it open here in the sixth. Four runs across on four hits and a walk. The whole thing was jump started by the inside the park home run by Mackenzie McCormick. And we may be getting a pitching change here for Maplesville. Okay, Tim, am I reading the brackets right? The winner here plays Cedar, the winner of Cedar. The loser. The loser of Cedar Bluff Holy Spirit. Correct. Okay. And that will be on field four, scheduled at 5 o'clock, not counting chickens before they hatch. Yeah, I don't think 5 o'clock is too realistic at this point, but who knows. Cedar Bluff, the East Regional that uh, we lost to in over in regionals last week. Right. And Holy Spirit. Um, they were in Montgomery. They were in Montgomery. Yeah, they were down at the Central. They won that one. They were the number one qualifier. I won't say um, rival, but uh, my daughter, that's uh, that, uh, after the track meet, that's uh, that, that's her sort of unspoken rival right there. Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit. Oh, okay. Holy Spirit. okay. That was the girl that came in and gold. Took gold and she took silver. Oh, in the 800? In the 800. Yeah. How close was that, Ray? Oh, seven-tenths of a second. Oh, mercy. Oh, mercy. It was a close one. And that's a tough race I don't for people that don't run track. The 800 is kind of that halfway between a sprint and a run. You, you, know, yeah. you, you really have to, to find your pace in that run to, to do it well. Yeah, it's really, it really is. It's kind of you, you have to have enough endurance to, to get through it but also enough sprint to kind of get you going. So it's kind of it's kind of tough. Well, the new pitcher is Anna Grace Small. 
So she comes in from left. First pitch is to Jaden Herring. She fouls it off for strike one. She's a senior. Small one of the seniors on this team. Woodland leading it 10 to three. Runner at second, one out. Herring out in front, came up empty and it's 0 and two. This one's hit in the air to center. Tally came in a few steps, and now stops and makes the catch for out number two. The runner holds at second. I'm telling you, Nix has got an arm. <laughs> Dead away center field. She threw a strike to the cutoff shortstop. That's Tally. Tally, I mean. Yeah. For seventh grade. I was looking on your top line, Tim. <laughs> I should have crossed it out. Taylor Wilson takes a ball low. Is that Phillips running again? Lucy Phillips out at second, I believe it is. Up and in to Wilson, 2-0. Yeah, Lucy Phillips at second as a courtesy runner for Crenshaw. That pitch is low. 3-0 to Taylor Wilson. Four runs in here in the sixth for Woodland. They've opened up a seven-run lead, 10-3. Called strike inside corner, and it's 3-1. and one. You know why I laminated these? They make real good fans. <laughs> The 3-1 is grounded left side. It's going to be stopped at short. Oh, she had to throw on the brakes. Phillips ran through the stop sign to throw home. The catcher dropped it. She's safe. Phillips scores the run. It's 11-3. And that's where being aggressive comes back and, and plays to your advantage. That was a mistake on the base pass, but it went in Woodland's favor. Phillips scores the 11th run for the Lady Cats. And have some blazing speed to get there. Did she, did she get the stop sign? Oh, yeah, okay. because the ball, the ball did not get out of the infield. The shortstop played it on the backhand and kept it on the infield. It was going to be a base hit for Wilson anyway. She ends up down at second. And Rayleigh could end it here. Am I right? Yeah, if she could park yeah. one. Takes oh, high. Never mind. we got to have two. Yeah. She hits one out, though. She could end it. I'll take that. Yeah. I'm going to take a right center field inside the park, two-run homer, walk-off. <laughs> Popped up behind home plate. The catcher, Cook, makes the catch for out number three, but a great inning for Woodland. They push five runs across, and they will take the field. Three outs away from victory. They lead it 11-3 to as we go to the seventh. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. 
Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions, a full deli at all locations, the meat department with a full-time butcher, available for freshly cut meats. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery in Heflin, Piedmont, Widawi, and Roanoke, Alabama. Here we go, top of the seventh inning. Brett Waits countdown down to three down outs. To three. Woodland leading at 11 to three. They got three outs. They get to play again this evening here in this 1A state tournament. McKenzie McCormick, the whole game, complete game. And if she can close it out, that, that's big because yeah. now you've got Juliana Lovern who's only thrown an inning. You got Rayleigh Williams, who threw, I think, four innings in the first game, maybe five, uh, but not a full, complete seven-inning ga game. So she probably has a couple innings left in her for that game this evening. If McCormick can close the door here, that sets up the Woodland pitching very well. And if McCormick's hot, she can still That's right. keep going. That's right. If she's not feeling too fatigued, the 1-0 swung on and got a piece of it. It's scooted under the legs of the catcher, and it's one and one. I was reading about the state championship last year, and Brantley, the uh, Navarre, I believe, is the pitcher's name. She pitched four complete games. Oh yeah, I mean, there's when you get to this point of the season, if you've got somebody that you can ride, and if it's the same one on the roster, it is. Uh, she's still just a junior. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I looked at that it, in if I looked at it right, that was yeah. I think that's her. <laughs> Two and one the count to Lacey Cook to lead things off here in the seventh. Cook takes high, it's three and one. I do believe there will eventually be a time. There's a slow roller out to second. Chapel collects, throws, and gets the out to start the seventh. That softball will start limiting some of how much somebody can pitch. Um, I I'm believe at some point in time it's going to happen. I'm, I'm curious about that because, I, I, you know, the motion is not as strenuous on the arm, but there are pitching injuries that do take yes. place. Yes. Uh, and I say not as strenuous in yeah. comparison to baseball yeah. Is, yeah. What, is what I mean by that. But I think and oblique is one of them, one, is a common injury that they suffer. And, a, and I've, I've heard of pitchers getting tricep strains, muscle strains in, in the arm. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's it is something that if that becomes more common, you better believe that they're going to take a look at that. Yeah, like you said. The one zero called strike one and one to Emily Smith. One out, nobody on. Woodland leading eleven to three here in the seventh. And the Brett Waits countdown to the next game is two. Two. Swing and a miss. That sounds like a name for a, a, a show that we can do. The Brett Waits Countdown. <laughs> the Brett Waits Countdown. <laughs> <laughs> One and two now. The delivery called strike three. She got her. Right through there at the knees, froze Emily Smith. Two outs. Woodland one out away from advancing. 
And we know we're moving to field four. Eighth strikeout for Mackenzie McCormick. That's the hat trick for Emily Smith. She has struck out three of those eight times. And Avery Reed, the last hope for Maplesville. Pitch is high for ball one. The 1-0. Missed just low. 2-0. Holy Spirit's leading 2-0 to nothing, top of the sixth. So they're about at it over Cedar Bluff. So if that holds, it'll be Woodland Cedar Bluff in the next game. That pitch is high, and it's 3-0. And, and his schedule for five, are they going to they gonna push it that quick? Uh, there's probably a – is there a 2A game in between? And that's what I'm not sure of. You know, that was the field we got them behind on in the first game. And a four-pitch walk to Avery Reed. Keeps the Maplesville hopes alive. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. A lot of folks have, uh, have followed us on the uh, Mixer app. Uh, if you're not on the Mixer app, go to M-I-X-L-R. Download it to your smartphone, smart device, and look up iSchool Sports. And then follow us if you're listening for Woodland. We have all four of the county all four schools on, on the Mixer app. Uh, but this particular one, you would be looking to follow Woodland. That lets you know exactly when we go live with the audio and everything, and that is the easiest way, uh, especially in these games, uh, folks, we're moving back and forth and having to move equipment and having to rent two men in a truck to do it. And uh, So we don't, I don't always get to, to the Facebook post to give you a time, uh, so if you will do that, that will be greatly appreciated. And listen, uh, we, we've had upwards in, in the neighborhood of – 600 connections uh, for the two games today, and thanks to everybody that's uh, listening. 0-2 the count. Swung on and hit soft on the line over Leah Williamson into center field. It's a base hit just out of her reach. And Maplesville clinging to life here with two outs in the seventh. I didn't mean to ramble on, Tim, and take you out of the play-by-play -play there, but uh, that is really, truthfully, folks, the Mixer app is, is awesome because when you got it on your phone, it just gives you that notification that, that uh, we went live, and uh, that, that keeps you up to date. It really does. I, I, I use it, you know, a lot, and that's what it gives you, sends you an email, and if you turn your notifications on, it gives you that notification of, hey, you're going live, and, and it's good to hear. And you don't miss a minute of the action. Tally at the plate, swings at the first pitch, fouls it off. It's 0-1. One of the impressive youngsters Maplesville have right here at the plate. Yeah, we talked about Woodland and all the players they got coming back. You know, this Maplesville team, I'm sure they're still going to be in 1A, you know, next year. So that's a lot of youngsters on this team as well. The 0-1. Miss high, it's 1-1. One one. Two outs, runners first and second. Woodland leading 11-3. Top of the seventh inning. Lady Cats one out away from advancing. The 1-1 one, one, high for ball two.
Two and one. That one is up as well. Three and one. See if McCormick can collect herself here. She got the first two outs in the inning with no problem. A ground out and a strikeout. But a walk and a base hit. And she's falling behind three and one. There's a called strike at the letters. <laughs> Tally didn't say anything with her with her mouth. She's smiling. Said it all with her eyes. She said it all with her eyes. <laughs> but it's three and two. And then she spun around and gave him a grin. <laughs> Love the competitiveness from, from such from a seventh, grader. seventh yeah. grader. That's exactly right. The 3-2 grounded to the right side and through into right field. Ella Waits gets to it and gets it in quickly. The throw comes into third. A run will score, and it's 11-4. So Tally gets an RBI single. That's her second hit since she came in as a pinch hitter. Reed scores from second. Smith down to third. It's runners on the corners with two outs. Woodland still leads it by seven, 11 to four. With the throw to third, I can't believe Tallett didn't make it over to second on that. Guys, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, this young man that's uh, listening to us. I've uh, known him for a long time, and when I throw his name out there, you guys, you guys are going to know him well. I miss him. I haven't seen him, but uh, he's been at Woodland. He's been in Hanley. He's over in Heard County now. Uh, did I did I, did I miss anything? Anybody anybody want to guess? Coach Eric died. <laughs> <laughs> and Coach Die has done some some announcing. Yes, for he us. Has. You remember that? Yes, Tim. he has. He, he sure did. Did some softball games uh, back in 2015 or 2016. Somewhere around there when he was still at Hanley yep. and and sort of part of that softball baseball program. I tried to twist his arm, and now that he's not really full-time coaching, I tried to twist his arm to get him to, to do some announcing for us. He's got a great voice and again, great knowledge. Of, and knows of the game. Sports. That's right. That's right. Pitch bounces up there. Crenshaw blocked it up with the runner at third. Runners on the corners, two outs. And now Katie won't be able to live with him after I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Carly Cummings at the plate. 0 for 3. She's grounded out twice and flied to right. Takes high. And it's 2 and 0. And doing these shout-outs, I, I, I do them, you know, because I know people don't mind. But I think that separates us from, from others that we're able to do that and acknowledge who's listening and talk about uh, the people that we know and the supporters of, of the schools in the county. It doesn't matter. Everybody's come together. Everybody in Randolph County today is a Woodland fan. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. And I do think you're right. That's what makes that's what makes this so much fun is it's personal with, with so many people. There's a called strike to Cummings. It's two and one. Popped it up. Foul territory. It's gonna get out of play. Two and two. Not a single fan has moved. <laughs> Everybody. We've only added about 100 behind us. Yes. Waiting to celebrate this third out. A pop-up out towards second. It's going to be beyond the reach of Chapel. And into right. Another run comes in. Tally around to third. And it's 11 to five. So this third out has been very hard to come by here in the seventh. A couple of lollipop singles. 
have been part of this inning. It's all come with two outs. Tally around a third. Cummings at first. Runners on the corners. Two runs in. Woodland still leads it 11 to 5. And Hannah Hollis is the hitter. Pitch. There's a called strike. McCormick got ahead of her. That's what's been missing the last few hitters. McCormick's been falling behind. Bayshore Christian has uh, won their second consecutive 1A baseball championship. Grounded out towards second. This could be it. Chapel has it across the first. And there's the countdown is complete. Woodland wins. Eliminates Maplesville. Final score 11 to 5. And the Lady Cats will move on to play either Cedar Bluff or Holy Spirit, depending on who loses that game. That will be the opponent awaiting Woodland in our next broadcast, which will be at a time to be determined. Uh, yeah, I, I, again, I'll as Adam said, it on Facebook, uh, if not, download the Mixer app and uh, make sure you follow the notifications uh, to get the notifications. And uh, Tammy, you guys got any parting comments? So we're gonna have to let's pack it up, pack it up, and get out of here. Yep. But Thank you, guys. All right. So y'all hang on. This has been the Class 1A Softball State Championship Tournament on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Today's broadcast has been brought to you in part by the Knowles Group, Southern Union State Community College, WM Grocery, First Bank of Alabama, State Farm Insurance, Agent Ken Seifert, ML Aubrey, Main Street Animal Hospital, Meadows Farm Equipment, Ray Bucks Farm Supply, Steel Fab, the Randolph County Chamber of Commerce, the Town of Woodland, Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill, and the Randolph Leader. Rights have been granted to the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com by the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast without the express written permission of the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com is strictly prohibited. This is the iSchool Sports Network.